Sometimes I think the hardest part about a change season is that we don't know that we're in the middle of one. And if we don't know that we're in the middle of one, then it's very hard to adapt to what I say, wear the right clothing for that season. So today we're going to be talking about how to find your season, the key indicators of if you are in a transition or you're right smack dab in the middle of a season, and what you can do to really maximize what you should be doing to, you know, just live your best life and truthfully be the most prosperous um, in the five areas that we always talk about on the podcast for each of those seasons. So take two seconds and share this with a couple friends who definitely need to hear this. And with that, we will dive right into this week's episode. Okay, so like I said, today we're going to be talking about how to navigate your season. And I was really inspired by this as I was um, kind of doing my content planning for the week and for the month. I made a post about this with a cute little graphic that you guys will see uh, before this episode comes out and uh, comes out <laughs> grammar. And I was really excited about it even myself, you know, um, God always walks me through things about a couple months before I would say a season, um, for lack of a better term, or two before a lot of my clients walk through it. And I'm really grateful for that because A, you can't lead people to places that you haven't had breakthrough in or haven't had victory in yourself. And a lot of times I think as leaders, we want to boldly go where no man or woman has gone before. But sometimes it's really frustrating even when you are that person kind of going out in front, (laughs) taking all the hits and being the trailblazer. I know for me, um, something that slowed me down a lot in my life has been thinking that I was in what I call a push season 24-7. And so this summer, actually something that I really worked on and I'm still really trying to work on is properly not just navigating, but acknowledging and identifying what season that I'm in. Because when you identify the right season, you are able to maximize that season to its fullest potential. So I'm going to give you a quick reason or a quick example of that. And then we're going to get into the four seasons and how you can maximize each of those. Um, This is a really, really great episode for people who may not even, you know, you might be retired from pageantry. You might be doing something else with your life. This this really um, collectively is something that we all need to understand for our whole entire life. This is something that affects your your financial life, your work, occupation life, your relationships, and certainly your mental, emotional, spiritual life as well. And so we always want to start from the inside out here at Powerhouse um, to help you find your power as a powerhouse individual. Um, and so that's kind of the perspective that we're going to treat things from today. Okay, so starting with the example, I think I talked about this on a podcast just a couple weeks ago. Um, So we'll do a quick recap, and this is still new information um, for those of you guys who may or may not have listened to a couple episodes ago. But this summer, like I said, I I learned a lot, and pageant season is crazy, as you all know, when we get done with June. And so we had our mastermind. It was really successful and tons of fun and had a ton of girls placed in the top five because of it, and then a few girls win and go on to Miss America, Miss USA, things like that, and Teen USA and Outstanding Teen is so exciting. And we kind of ride this high. You have pageants every weekend. You have a million things to do. You have a million clients to keep up with. And how are they doing? How'd they place? How are they feeling? Pre-interview calls, you know, all the things. And then all of a sudden, bam, July hits. And let me tell you, we were going through a lot of transition as a company. We, you know, had new people coming in, people coming out, you know, changes that I was making as a CEO, trying to reset and restructure like what's the vision for next year? How do I want to change our offer? How do I want to change what we can provide for people? How can we do things better? And 
Meanwhile, I was trying to also forecast financially for the next year and, you know, do a bunch of cleanup with our accountant and do different things. Right. So I had my business owner hat on of being in the business, which we'll talk about, which is one of the four seasons, Um, but also trying to extend and carry out what we call a push season, which is what you just kind of have to be in from really January to June, um, specifically March to June, where things are just crazy. Right. In terms of pageant seasons pageant season. And so what I was trying to do was I was not, not doing things well. I was trying to carry that push season into July and August and treat July and August like it was still June. And the first kind of point that I want to make with this today is things are not always as they seem, right? So there may not be a whole lot. If if, let's just take the actual word season, right? Summer is June, July, and August. From the outside, there may not be a whole lot that looks different about June, July, and August. You know, we have a holiday. We have, um, you know, a couple other things going on in August, school starts, things like that. So those things might be different, but all encompassing, it's summer, right? It's the season of summer. And I think a lot of times we, when we are 30,000 foot view, right, or we don't accurately pay attention to what season we're truly in. And this is why step one, identifying the season that you're in is so important. It it all looks the same, even though at the changing of a tide from June 30th to to July 1st, for us in the pageant world is an incredibly different, difficult and different season that we have to treat wildly, wildly different. So I didn't do a very good job at that this year, and I loved just in in all certainty and all uh, honesty that, you know, the money we were making, the pace we were living at, how many girls we got to be helping, and I loved it, and I was like, oh my gosh, I just, I want to do this forever, and half of me was burnt out, half of me was tired, but half of me wanted to just put the pedal on the gas even more because we were getting such great results for people, and our girls were so happy, and I was like, oh my gosh, I never want this to end. So long story short, obviously when it did not end, obviously, but when all of a sudden it, uh, the, the time of the, necess- the necessity of a change of season happened, which is going to happen regardless of whether you're ready for it or not, it was a little bit devastating to my ego, to my mental health, to my just everything, right? It felt like I ran into a brick wall and I didn't assess the season very well. So then what I did was the rest of July, I tried to continue to treat the season of July like it was June, and I frustrated the heck out of myself because I didn't properly identify the season. Track in with me. So step one for you guys today in how to find your season is you have to identify what the heck the season is. Again, July might on the outside, let's say you take a walk every morning, the temperature might be exactly the same. You might see the same car that goes by your apartment every single morning, right? I have a car that's extremely loud in my apartment complex that leaves at 7.01 every single morning. And I know that that sucker is leaving and going to work, right? He is on a schedule. But even though something might look the same, you have to dig deep enough to be able to properly identify the season, right? In the same way that December, the weather might look a lot like January, But if you go and put in a Christmas tree, January 25th, as opposed to December 25th, people might look at you like you're a little bit weird, right? Or the same with if you start saying Merry Christmas on November 25th, it's December 25th. You have to accurately identify your season. And so often what I see 
is we are putting the wrong ingredients into the wrong recipe and you put the ingredients for a key lime pie and you wanted to make lemon meringue pie or you wanted to make pecan pie, right? And then you wonder when you put it in the oven or you mix all stuff together, put it in the oven, comes out why lemon meringue pie didn't come out. I know I'm using really like arbitrary examples, but this is what we do in our life. Can we both raise both of our hands? I know I got to raise both my hands and both my feet because this is a reality of what totally, totally happens in our life. So step one is we have to identify the right season. Step two is we have to assess the situation. So, okay, we have correctly identified that we are in July, right? Or we are in December, not January, January, not December. Now, what do I do? Step two is we have to assess what are the needs of that season, okay? So kind of going along with the same just allegory, the same example. If it's December 25th, if it's December 12th, you might want to start putting out some Christmas decorations. Or maybe you're the kind of person that the day after Thanksgiving, which is who I am, um, you or even before Thanksgiving, <laughs> you start listening music you start decorating the house you kind of get get rid of the orange and the brown and the cornucopia and the the autumn leaves around your house and that decor and you shove it in a box for next year and you start putting out the green and the red right and you start getting ready and preparing for the next season ah now did you hear what I just said you start getting ready and preparing for the next season and what else did we do we prepared and got ready for the next season and we put away the old of the old season. Hmm. Now, how do we do that? In order to prepare for the next season and put away that of the old season, we have to have a pretty tight pulse on what is actually going on, okay? If we just don't pay attention, we don't pay attention to when the sun is coming up and we just stay in bed all day with all the lights off. Are we even going to know what day it is? No, probably not. Your circadian rhythm is going to get off after a while. And actually, I don't know why I know this, but they say that it takes about three days without the rhythm of knowing time to go absolutely mentally insane. Um, It was a YouTube TV show I watched one time. Without human contact and without specifically knowing what time of day it is, you go crazy after three days. Okay. stuff is how we were literally designed by God. The Bible says that there's a time and a season for everything in Ecclesiastes. Y'all can go look it up, okay? But it is so, 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 so important to be able to have such a tight pulse on something that you not only can identify the season, but you also have prepared in advance to be able to enrich the next season by being able to assess the things that need to happen to be prepared for that season, okay? So maybe you start tracking, you know, your mood. Like, Lord knows every 28 days something happens in a female's brain where you just get a little bit crazy, right? Um, I actually have to do that in my own life where I'm like, okay, feeling a little emotional today. Let's check where I'm at in the whole cycle, you know? And that sounds kind of crazy, but legit. wrong wrong action for the wrong season. Here's another really dramatized example, okay? If you go outside in the Nebraska winter when it is February, our coldest part of the year, and you're wearing shorts and a flip-flop flip-flops and a t-shirt, are you going to blame the weather for why you're cold? No, you're not going to blame the weather. Some person driving by is going to probably have some chaste words for you and maybe some interesting hand gestures because they're wondering what the actual heck you are doing 
right? And that's not the weather's fault. You did not accurately identify, assess, and prepare for the season that you were in. It is no one else's fault but yours, okay? Again, let's take it back though. Yo, like I am not the best at this. It is difficult. It's really hard because I think when we're in particularly a push season, which we'll talk about in a second, the different seasons, and, and it, times are good, right? Of course we want those, those mountaintop seasons to last forever. But there's a reason why for every hill there's a valley and every valley there's a hill, right? There's peaks and valleys of life, and I think part of it is just understanding that that is the natural rhythm of life, that you didn't do something to, you know, make this valley happen, you didn't do something wrong, you didn't sin too much, you, you know, God's not mad at you, none of that stuff. It's just there's a natural ebb and flow of good and bad, yes and no, you know, life is kind of 50-50, like it just, things happen in seasons and it's completely normal. So let that just put your mind at ease that it, you know, there's, if you're in a, you know, we'll go over the, the four different seasons here in a second, but regardless of which one you're in, which we'll talk about next, um, neither one is right or wrong. It's just the season that you're in. Okay. So number one was identify. Number two is assess, um, which we need to prepare, get ready, have our thumb on the pulse enough to be able to take the right kind of action. And then the next one is we're going to maximize. Step three is we're going to maximize. And again, we do that by, um, you know, really going all in with, okay, you know what? Like God is telling me I'm in a waiting season right now. Every time I try and push, every time I try and just get out of the box and go, 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 I just feel this intense pause in my heart where it, you know, I just don't have any peace. Okay. And so, um, that's number three is we've got to maximize. So how do we maximize? We make a list. We say, okay, we go back to the last time you knew that you were in that kind of a season and you say, what did I do to get through that? About how long do I think I was sitting in that season? What did I, what can I be doing right now? And asking yourselves those questions rather than just kind of wallowing in, well, why am I not in this other season? Because then it, you know, it's probably just going to make it happen even longer. So, okay. Last part of this, um, and these are my own uh, things that I identified. Other people probably call seasons a little bit differently, but this is what works for me. So number one, like we've already talked about, um, I guess this is step four. So what are the seasons? So number one is a push season. So this is where you're taking lots and lots of massive and perfect action. And this is where you see the vision. So you have sat in a waiting season or you have sat in kind of a building season, which again, the graphic that I posted, you guys can see. Um, it's it's like one of those uh, Venn diagrams where there are certain parts that touch and certain parts that don't touch. Um, fun fact, you are the part that touches all four of these seasons, <laughs> but not all the seasons necessarily have things in common with one another. So if you're in a push season, it's two major identifiers. Um, you know, you're probably coming out of a waiting season or you're coming out of a, a building or a cleanup season of kind of building the foundation, getting the house back in order. And it's a time to take lots of action. You, you know, the path ahead, you feel a green light, which is why I put the graphic in green and you're like, all systems go. This is the time to really push forward. Um, which brings us to the next season, like we just talked about. So, um, you might be in a cleanup and a build season. So this is, this was July and August for me, big time. Now seasons are not always three months. They can be longer, they can be shorter. And I hope that your push seasons are long and exciting and, and all systems go right. I, I love that for you. And that typically is January to June for us. So our push seasons are typically about a six month cycle and we, we kind of get ready um, in December, every single year, November, December. So we're already coming up on that. I can't believe it. Um, but clean up and build season. So those are definitely, like I said, July and August. So this is after we have just made a 
mess by going 500 miles an hour. And usually it's coming out of a push season um, where you have just, you know, maybe you have your, your financial peak, you have your physical peak, you just finished your bodybuilding show, you just finished your pageant, you just graduated from college or whatever, whatever it is for you. And now you're like, okay, I just made a huge mess. Now I need to go build a foundation again, make sure I'm okay. And what are all the things that I have been neglecting forever? And then you go back and you're still taking a lot of action, but it's a different kind of action. So you're figuring out what's wrong. You're rebuilding the house. You're rebuilding, going back to the basics, making sure that your routines are in alignment so that you're not just have all the success, but your life is chaos. Okay. So usually coming out of a push season, number one, you'll be going into a cleanup and a build season. Next is the, the, the third kind of season is a new season. So a new season is kind of like a cousin of a push season, which is why I put it across from the push season. And you can see the arrows on the diagram. They're kind of similar, um, you're st- but you're, it's a little bit different at the same time. So a new season is it's like a half pause and a half go. So you're still taking action, figuring out what's wrong, um, but it's really a seeking season of where you're waiting to, see, to hear how, how to move, what to do next, but you're still kind of trying things, testing things, seeing how it feels, putting your toe in the water. Um, and, and there's a lot that's new. So it, it feels very similarly sometimes to a, uh, a cleanup and a build season for me personally. I, I'm not comfortable in the administrative, the cleanup season. I've, I've had to become comfortable, but it's not my normal bent. Um, and so that feels very new for me. A lot of times we're adding technology or we're adding things that adding automation or adding virtual assistants or adding different things in our company to make us more efficient. And so that's always usually new or we'll hire new team members or have to let some people go or just make changes or, you know, move people, um, up the ladder, giving them raises, whatever. So that's typically a new season and that's typically, uh, in the interim of, uh, sometimes a, a push or a, um, clean up and build season. And then the last one is a waiting season. This is pretty self-explanatory and, um, hopefully makes sense as to why I chose a red dot for this one. Um, and, and a waiting season are sometimes the most beautiful seasons in the world, but typically not the ones that we, <laughs> I would say that anybody loves or seeks after. And this is, again, where you're waiting to hear how to move, what to do next. And weirdly enough, this is also where sometimes you've seen the vision. Um, But God says, wait. And so I put this as the kind of the cross point between a push season and a new season. Because sometimes this can be really difficult. Sometimes you know exactly what you need to be doing. You you don't need to figure it out. You know all systems go like in your heart. You feel like, oh my gosh, I know what I want to do. I want to produce this music. I want to compete in this pageant. I want to go to this college. I want to ask this guy out, you know, or whatever. But there's something in your heart that just does not feel peace about doing anything. And you just feel this resonance where God's like, I need you to just sit and hang out with me for a little bit. You need a little bit more time. You know, yes, I have confirmed that this is what you're going to be doing. Yes, you are ready. Yes, you are intelligent enough. Yes, you could do this, but it's not time yet. And so the best way to identify whether you're in a waiting season is whether, again, you know maybe what the, you know, the goal is. God, God's shown you a little bit of the yellow brick road, as I always use as an allegory. Um, but you just feel this pause that you're like, it's not time yet. It's not time yet. And, you know... If you are in the middle of a waiting season, I know that it sucks, especially if you're somebody who is single and you're waiting for a mate or you're waiting for a job or you're waiting to compete again, you know, or go to college or whatever the heck your dream is. And you just feel no peace towards taking action. 
remember that diamonds are made because there's a crushing that happens for, for thousands of years. And that's how the most precious things often have to go through the toughest battles. And just remember that if you're going through a season that is not necessarily a fun season, that God might be refining, or not even might be, is. God is refining and, and just making new your character in ways that, that maybe you're not loving right now because you can't see what he can see. But you want somebody like God with the whole picture who is seeing the end from the beginning and who knows and loves and put the desires in your heart in the first place. Who's like, come on, baby girl. Uh, yes, I believe in you. Yes, I put that there. But I promise you if I launched you right now, then bad things would happen. Or maybe you'd be in danger. Or maybe you know, you'd fall on your face because the right person who you're supposed to be connected to in terms of your calling, it, you know, doesn't have a spot available right now or whatever the heck it needs to be, right? There's so many, you know, millions, in, I mean, an infinite amount of stories of people who say right right place, right time, whether it's meeting their, their person or whether it's getting a record deal or whether it's getting their dream job or, you know, what have you. Um, I think it, when you listen to success stories, almost 100% of the time, they're like, you know what, it happened when, exactly when it was supposed to and I'm glad it didn't happen one second earlier. So I hope today that this um, podcast can really just encourage you to sit in your season and to accurately figure out which season that you're that you're in right now and just to feel okay in that and to feel peace in the fact that you don't need to be in all four seasons at once. You're probably in one of the four and you're exactly where you're supposed to be. So um, that's it for today. Please, please, please share this with a couple friends. I really do believe that this is massively something that people struggle with hardcore on a daily basis and that they're trying to push go when they're not necessarily in a push season um, or they're unwilling to really identify what the problem is. And so then they're making way bigger of a mess than they need to with their own life or thinking, God forbid, that something is wrong with them when it's totally not. They're just not accurately uh, describing their right season and prescribing the right medicine for that season. So let's help people today. Let's share this with five or so people. Let's post this on our stories. Um, you guys can share this graphic. I think it's a great graphic that will intrigue people, but we just really want to get this in more people's hands and, and keep this free for you all. Um, because we know that this is going to help people and help to improve their lives on a daily and minute, minute by minute basis. So thanks so much for letting me be your coach today and, uh, feel free to binge, uh, listen to other episodes. And if you are a pageant girl and you're not in our pageant winner secrets group yet, we let about 10 girls in per week right now. We are steady streaming it on purpose to keep, um, the quality of the group greater than the quantity of the group. And so if you're one of the first 10 people to join this week, then we will let you in. Otherwise you'll have to wait till next week. So there is uh, hours and hours of free pageant training in there on interview mindset, branding, onstage question, and stage presence. And we'd love to have you be part of the fam for free. All, those, uh, all that info is in the show notes as always. So go share this with a couple friends. Um, thanks for spending time with me this week, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Hey, Coach Megan here. Do you want to join the number one place where pageant winners are sharing all their secrets? Then join our free Facebook group now. Inside, we'll teach you how to win your pageant interview, dominate your onstage question, and master that pesky mindset too. It's all inside of our free Facebook group. So grab those trainings now. Just click the link below in our show notes, and we can't wait to see you there.